going to try to talk about the topic of genetics a little bit. So first of all, we got to say that we're going to talk about it from a conceptual kind of quote-unquote philosophical point of view, as that's the only point of view that the, the, the present speaker might have some qualifications uh, to, to speak uh, in regard to. So uh, uh, let's, let's try to approach it from that perspective. So genetics, what are uh, genes? What are genes? So the first thing, of course, to understand is that genes uh, is a term right and it could apply to uh the spelled differently to the things that we wear or it could apply to a, a stone uh our pet rock our, our pet fish hey gene it could be a name of a person so the name doesn't say anything at all why is that always the first thing that we need to remember because if we don't remember it we're going to plug in our own ambiguous imagery and our own ambiguous kind of uh, mix of different terms for every term that we have we're going to imagine something and then think that it's literal and real and and who knows what, right? So we have to remember it's just a term and we have to pinpoint something in our experience, in our mutual, presumed uh, mutual experience that can be den- denoted by that term. So as it concerns the content that can be denoted by such terms, we have the content of what we might call sen- sensation, meaning things that we can see, things that we can touch, excuse me, things that we can hear. Hopefully you didn't hear that little burp there. Things that you can smell things that we can, um, what's the other one? Whatever the other one is. Taste? Taste probably, if we didn't mention that, right? So there's that, and then there's the complicated kind of content that we might refer to by a term such as concepts or ideas uh, and such, which isn't so reducible as it appears to uh, to, to what's directly uh, conjoined with the senses, such as, again, what, what disappears when we close our eyelids, what we feel with our hand and, and stuff like that. So uh, when it comes to these kinds of microscopic realities, we sometimes forget this and we again uh, 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 approach these topics with a misplaced sense of, of realism and literalism. And uh, we have this term and then we stuff this term with different notions and we think this is literal and then we throw in the term of cause and then we have a sentence such as genetics causes people's differences or something like that or causes our hair color or whatnot. So we got to think a little bit or a lot more clear uh, than that. So first of all, any complicated notion that is not something that's directly perceived like a flash of light or is not touched is what we would call a, call an idea. It's, it's what we would call a concept in its sole uh, existence that we can identify, we might say, uh, as of the present understanding, is in conjunction with uh, what we might call a mind that holds these understandings, right? So we can't say that the concept of ours that we put compiled causes, quote-unquote, anything at all, right? And again, for example, uh, the atom, right? There's the atomistic uh, uh, worldview from ancient times, this notion that really things are made up out of atoms. So the atom is, we can use that word, and it can denote a concept, no problem. But when people thoughtlessly, they want to prove a point, so they say, it's all atoms, blah, 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 and they visualize a little tiny dot, and they think that everything is made up out of these little hard, impenetrable uh, 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 dots of, of a set uh, you know, magnitude and set size, right? just like uh, little grains of sand. Everything is made up out of atoms, and then we can prove different kinds of points, whatever you want to say, right? This is not that, it's not at all a, a, a learned account of, of things. That's not how it is. It's an idea of ours, a metaphor almost, a way to think about things. Fine, we can say there's, there's atoms, but not in, in this kind of naive way. 
So it's the same thing when it comes to the genes. Uh, we can say that we can find correlates in terms of certain things that have some kind of contact with sense experience, meaning we do a test, we get some kind of results, some kind of different numbers we see, some kind of different colors, some kind of different this, right? So there's some kind of slight contact there with sense perception, but the rest of it is purely a concept of ours. It's purely an idea of ours, and the idea is that there is um, uh, information that a person, that the phenotype, quote-unquote, meaning the, the body and, and the mind as seen and experienced later on, is an expression of, is a, is a realization of. So that's an interesting idea, right? Meaning, again, so there's a kernel of a, of a concept of what this individual, individualized body and mind and psyche can be, and then in light of the possibilities uh, in given by an environment, right, such as enough food and, and water and, and things like that, uh, and, and uh, in light of further experiences that a person undergoes, such as if they're taught uh, their education, their, uh, the, the things they do, the things they participate in, and so forth and so on, can be uh, that, that that initial kernel can then be realized, can be expanded, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, into a full-fledged Example and um, the the idea is then further this concept instructs us that the kernel that uh, is initially present or that a person is an example of, in other words, the idea that a person is an example of is not the excuse me um, is not there's not a, a, a infinitely wide range of malleability concerning it, meaning each person is an example of a rather particular idea and, can, and can't go too far left or right, right? Just like, for example, uh, the, each particular little mouse is an example of the, the idea of a mouse. And, uh, again, we're speaking a little sloppily here, the idea of a mouse, an idea called mouse, a concept called mouse. We would have to think about how to phrase it, but we, to put it that way, we can say it's an idea of a mouse and it can't be much more than a mouse. Same thing with a bird, same thing with a snake, same thing with a bear, a lion, and so forth and so on. That, that's the notion that there's a particular idea uh, concerning, um, uh, concerning us. And, uh, and then we have to realize that idea and it can't be anything at all. We can't turn ourselves into a giraffe, right? I can't help, I'm, I'm a giraffe today, I'm a bear today. No, so we have a, a circumscribed kind of path which we can take, presuming that we, we do take it. Again, presuming that a baby can have the best genes in the world, but if he or she, goodness forbid, isn't given enough nourishment and food and isn't spoken to and isn't touched, then there's not going to be a realization of that idea or a, a strictly a very limited or, or more limited, depending on the circumstances, realization of that idea. So, But uh, presuming uh, that hopefully everything goes right in terms of the environment and, and all of that, hopefully the idea of us uh, is realized in, uh, in experience for ourselves and, and for other people. Now, uh, the question is, uh, we see a mouse can only be a mouse, what about by us? So we would say that in the state of nature, meaning unworked on, a, a human specimen that's unworked on is, is, is fully v virtually uh, a realization of that initial idea, what, what, the, the term which we can replace by the term gene, genetics, uh, in conjunction with uh, sufficient uh, 
the sufficient enablement of that realization. Meaning, again, as in as much as the environment is sufficiently fit to to, to realize that that kernel again, enough food, enough water, uh, contact. Uh, you have to touch a baby. You have to to, pet, to hold a baby. You have to speak to the baby. All of that, as long as it's in place, the outcome is is strictly uh, uh, um, uh, a realization of of that initial kernel. Again, conflicting with, with different things a little bit psychologically and so forth and so on. It's on the state of nature. And we see this, this conceptual account backed up by studies that show that twins that are raised apart and that have never known each other and raised in totally different circumstances, they end up almost the same, uh, the same personalities and, and uh, needless to say, the same bodies and faces and stuff like that with minor differences. Sometimes even the same very specific uh, likes and dislikes and preferences and so forth. Why? Because the specific, again, to, we can say, oh, genes, and then we imagine this different stuff, this little tiny, uh, uh, the chromosomes, the stuff in, in science textbook illustrations, right? Then we imagine cause. But if we forget that and we say each person is the realization of an idea, well, the twins, it's a, it's a, a like idea, and it's realized in two different instances. So, of course, it's going to be the same, accounting for, for minor things uh, or accounting for, for the, uh, circumstances some way. Right. So in the state of nature, yeah, each person is, is, uh, is simply a realization of that initial idea. But the whole idea by us is that since we're so smart we, and we're so talented, unlike the other animals right, um, and insects, we can transform our idea from the initial in that, uh, one that's solely within the confines of nature right, and uh, within the confines of these basic things, the temperament, the... Uh, the, the, the the reactions, the, the basic stuff. And we can turn ourselves into a human being and not just a, a homo sapien. Right? We can turn ourselves into a, a higher kind of a existence or create a higher existence for ourselves. And in that case, of course, if a person succeeds in, in doing that, then it doesn't much matter what, um, or, or it ceases to matter almost completely or, or, or much more so what the initial animal idea was. Right? Because a person has risen above the state of nature and has uh, attained to, to something higher. So, excuse me, let's, uh, let's try to offer a, an example to make it uh, clear so we, we, we're not just saying mumbo-jumbo, right? Um, so let's say there's, a, you know, there's a, a movie about a mouse, Stuart Little. That, uh, it's a nice little movie for kids. And um, Stuart Little is a talking mouse. So let's say that it was such a thing. A genie came out of a bottle to a little kid, and the little kid had a little cute baby mouse, and the kid said, I want this mouse to be amazing. I want it to be my BFF. I want to be able to talk to it. Um, I want to be able to communicate with it, yada, yada. So the genie waves the wand, and the mouse turns into what, right? That's the question. The mouse, if, if the body is changed, well, then it's going to be a person, right? So the, the genie waves the wand, it turns into a person. That looks like a mouse, <laughs> right? So, so then it's a person, it doesn't count, right? So it has to remain a mouse. But what does it mean to be a mouse? Is it solely the body? So we would say that, um, what we mean by the term mouse, yeah, it's a body, but the body indicates a particular mind. It indicates a particular super circumscripted range of intellectual, moral, emotional potential, right? So if the genie, technically, what the child is asking for is completely impossible because if this creature, it, it was, if the mind was replaced uh, concerning the body of the mouse, the, 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 the physical body, then it wouldn't be a mouse. It would be a person that would look like a mouse. So Stuart Little isn't a mouse. Stuart Little is, is, is a person, 
that looks in the body of a mouse. But, excuse me, to put it less technically, if, excuse me, um, the mouse was replaced by, um, or, or there was a, 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 an advanced human mind suddenly present, right? That, then we would say that that's, the, the mouse has overcome its initial state of nature. It had the initial idea was strictly to be a mouse with the given range of potential and the given visibility, meaning the way the mouse looks. But if all of a sudden it's attained to that higher uh, uh, level of, of intellect and, and, and ability, then we would, of course, say that uh, it, it's, it's escaped that, um, that, that state of nature, right? And, that, and it would have become something more than, than what it started out. So it's the same idea by us. Initially, we are, like the mouse, we're, we're naturally smarter, of course, but we're in that same state of nature, right? So we, we're called an animal. We're called an homo sapien animal. But if we attain, if we elevate and refine our intellect and our understandings of ourselves and of others and of what's going on and, and all kinds of stuff, then we can rise above that initial strictly natural <coughs> state. And uh, then we're not going to be anymore. Uh, again, uh, these are all terms, obviously. We say, we can say blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're, we're not going to be, if we want to call a person in the state of nature, uh, a homo sapien being, we're not going to be a homo sapien being anymore. We're going to be a human being with the body of a homo sapien being. Or alternatively, we could say that um, uh, the, the hom- uh, uh, us in an unrefined state, we're hijacking the bodies of human beings. Because if a human being, if a be- if a, uh, is is a being that has a uh, an intellect and, and uh, understandings that work in a particular way, right? Meaning it's not a super contracted, pure ego, pure vain little ball sack of of, of narrow self interest, but it's something more than that, right? Then those of us like you and I, or at least myself, you, you maybe not, uh, those of us that um, remain in, in that initial natural state. Right? As a little kid, we see there's no expectations, but once we're already 20, 30, 40, we, we, uh, we, we look like a human being. We remain in that natural state, but we're not. We're hijacking the bodies of, of the human beings, where it's like a mouse that would all of a sudden, right? It's like the genie waves a, uh, uh, the wand, and, and uh, what happens is that the mouse body is replaced with a, a human body, and yet the mouse mind remains. So what does the person begin to do? It's not a person. What does the mouse with the human body begins to be, begin to do? It begins to... Um, uh, to, to try to maybe scurry around a little bit just like it was, sniff around, go from side to side. Like that's, it's going to keep doing the same stuff no, no, no matter where the body is because it's not the question of, of just what, of uh, the arms and the legs and stuff like that. It's a little deeper than that. Um, so that's the idea right now in as much as we haven't yet um, worked on, on ourselves and sufficiently transformed and transmuted ourselves. Um, the idea is that we, we're, we're just hijacking, we're using improperly the bodies of human beings. It's like, for example, uh, people in uh, the NFL, uh, or, or if people take jerseys from NFL players, right, they buy them off of eBay and wear them. Now it's understood that it's just, it's fans, but if it wasn't understood, people could think, goodness, that's an that's a NFL player, this guy looks like he never worked out, that's crazy, and he, he's, he's uh, that, that star player, right, he's wearing a Tom Brady jersey, that's Tom Brady? Right, let's say somebody that doesn't know this concept that people sell jerseys uh, and, and the, for the fans. So they see Tom Brady's jer- uh, jersey and they're like, oh my goodness, that's Tom Brady? What? Right? So they get, it's not going to make any sense. Some little uh, kind of out of shape uh, fella. <laughs> so it's not going to make any sense. It's, it's, so it's kind of the same thing. 
we, we're wearing right now the jerseys of uh, humanity. We're wearing the jerseys of, of human beings, of creatures that one day will be, whether it's in uh, 100 years or in 10,000 years or a million years, however long we need to develop, one day there's going to be hum- human beings. It stands to reason. There's nothing else for us to do. Take 100 million more years, but eventually, right, we're taking the jerseys of people that have already, some throughout history here and there, have, have attained to the humanity and, and we're rocking them, right, unfairly. And, and consequently, we confuse a lot of people because we confuse ourselves because we look at, at each other, we say, uh, wait a second, that's a human being, and that human being just brutally murdered somebody. That human being just uh, just oversaw genocide, and those human beings participated in it. These human beings are small, they're petty, they're liars, they're thieves, they're slanderers, they talk smack all the time, they're trolls on the internet, they're, uh, they're vicious, they're, they're egotistical, like we said, they're vain, they're, um, they're arrogant, they, they have so many issues, they have so much hatred, they don't love anybody but themselves, and even themselves they don't really love, just some kind of ridiculous narcissism. Right, so we're like these are human beings. That, that's crazy, but it's the same thing as if somebody puts on Tom Brady's jersey. It's not Tom Brady, right? See, whether you like him or not, he's he's the man. He's the goat. So we gotta say, give him credit. So that that's the thing, right? It, it's not just because somebody has the 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 genetics that uh, to, that that attains the expression of which is a phenotype, meaning the idea, the realization of which is the phenotype that's classified as a Homo sapien phenotype doesn't mean that it, 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 the, the creature is, is a human being right, yet. But so basically the idea is if we put aside um, the uh, kind of, um, whatchamacallit, the, um, the, the, the un, uncertain uh, jargon, we, we can say that um, the, the visibility of the, the kernel, of the idea which a person is supposed to be and is in some ways, some way, ways or other, at least to some degree, a realization of can be seen on a microscopic level, right? It can be interfaced with in a, on a microscopic level, but for the most part, it's our concept. But there are some uh, points of contact with uh, uh, reality. For example, for the most part, our notion of tall and short is, is a concept, correct? We don't know what, what it's supposed to mean. Or it, it's, a, it's a relative thing, right? We say, oh, that person is tall, short. It's relative. Each person is an absolute giant compared to an ant, even the smallest uh, height-challenged individual in the world. Each person is extremely short compared to a giraffe, right? May, maybe the tallest maybe is, is, is up there. Somebody who's 8 feet, but how tall? Still a giraffe, 16 feet. So we say that, for the most part, our concepts of tall and short uh, or our notions are, are purely... It's our concept. It's it, it concepts. It's how we, what we believe, what we understand, how we, it, how we interpret, and stuff like that. And yet, at the same time, there's a, some points of contact with uh, um, um, the, the the phenomenal world, meaning the, the sense perception, and uh, and we can um, uh, see that that we can make some kind of measurements. We can see something. We can touch something, uh, and, we, and so forth and so on. So it's the same thing for the most part. Uh, the, this notion uh, of genetics, it's our concept, uh, uh, but uh, there are some points of contact. There's certain things that can be discerned in a lab, but we also, again, it, we have to think clearly about it because let's say we do a genetic test, we send it to uh, 23andMe or Heritage.com or whatever it's not uh, advertised, <laughs> whatever these companies are, and uh, they return. Um, they, they return to, to us uh, information about our heredity, about where we're from, 
about uh, uh, our height, maybe about our eye color, and many different traits. So how can it be? Is it because they saw something that it, and it's and it showed there where we're from, right? Let's say where we have, uh, uh, um, you know, Chinese genetics. It says you're you're 99 Chinese, or you're 95 uh, West African, or you're 78 uh, percent European, uh, Western European, Eastern European. Uh, this and that. How does does it say that in the in the in the genes? Did they read that right? No, right? So we, there's some kind of content of sensation and it can be correlated with these uh, concepts of ours because it's strictly a concept of ours, location and, and all of that. It's strictly a concept. So the interesting interplay here between the, the conceptual world and, and some kind of points of contact with, the, uh, with sensation, the same thing. There's no, nowhere that it says, oh, that's black hair, right? That, that's blonde hair in the genes. No, we see the hair. And then we can try to find something on, on the microscopic level and some kind of sensation, some kind of sign and relate it to that. So we have to keep it in mind. It's interesting stuff to think about. Thank you for listening.